And I'm Zach. And in case you don't know who we are, we are still into a Paramore podcast. We're two huge Paramore fans, so we're Haley and the gang from the very beginning. In this podcast, we're going to talk about every single Paramore song in order from All We Know Is Falling to This Is Why and Beyond. In this episode, we're talking about Deep Bird from the Twilight soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> That was a, a stranger intro for us to do, it was, wasn't it? It Definitely. was. Yeah, it took it took a while to do yeah. that intro. We had a slight debate on how we introduced this song, I suppose. So. Yeah, because we were like, it's not on brand new eyes. I don't care what Spotify says. <laughs> yeah, Spotify is wrong. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah we so. just went with the Twilight soundtrack. Yeah, because you didn't feel right to call it a B-side yeah. either, did it? So yeah, so yeah, there we are. I mean, before we talk about decode we've got a we've lot, got to, talk a lot about. to talk about <laughs> so this is our first recording because the last episode you would have heard from us would have been all i wanted with yeah. jenny owen youngs so i hope you enjoyed it we yes. haven't recorded that yet no, where no. we're sat right now so <laughs> uh, we can't tell you much about that no you'll have heard it but i'm sure it'll be great it. yeah <laughs> um this is the first time i mean who knows we might have talked it i talked about it a little bit with jenny yeah but this is the first time that we have spoken on pod about this is why the album yes and it's going to feel so strange because this is going to be so far in advance it's this is what i'm thinking by, that, by the time we get to talk about this on the pod people are going to be like onto something else it's like, old news, <laughs> bitch, you know it's all news. yeah don't, don't share your opinions with us anymore yeah uh but yeah and, and also we will have had several other episodes out before cause, yes because misguided ghosts is obviously going to come out after as well Yes. And then All I Wanted, and then this episode. In where we're sitting right now, Misguided Ghost <laughs> hasn't come out, so that's how far in advance we're recording. We're recording currently, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's all a bit... Basically, we're trying to cram in as many episodes as we can before we move house. Yes. Um. So yeah, we're very, very behind in the times yes. in terms of... So we apologise if yeah. this is confusing to people. Yeah. It's just as equally confusing to us. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, this is why I came mm-hmm. out. How many days ago? We've... For us, it was like three days three ago. Three days ago. I think I've listened to it about a hundred times. Oh, just so many times. If it's not yeah. on my top played already mm-hmm. <laughs> for oh, the God, year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's... Yeah. It's, it's such a fucking amazing album. It's actually incredible. It's like, I, incredible. I kind of always knew it would be incredible, mm-hmm. but I don't think I prepared myself for how good it actually is. Mm, same. Same. But for, in my opinion, to have pretty much wall-to-wall banger, there's not mm-hmm. a song on it that I don't like. Mm-hmm. No, they're all amazing. So. Uh, we tried to stay up till midnight. Well, we did, technically. We went to yeah. the pub and we were like, we're going to stay up until midnight and listen to it together. And then at like quarter two, I was like, I feel so sick. I'm so tired. I need to go to bed. <laughs> so we just laid in our respective bedrooms and listened to it and messaged each other instead. Um, because we're old. We're old now and yeah. staying up. It's too much. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I we did stay up and still listen to it, just it felt better to stay up in bed, yeah. lay down and listen to it. Absolutely. That makes sense. It was cool though. Like I liked the way that Spotify did it because I was like just watching the countdown. Yeah. Because it did like a little countdown and then when it got to zero, it was like, listen to the album now. And I was like, I will. I will, I will. Yeah, it was great. So I can't remember. I said, lol, that figure eight would be the sad song. Yeah. But it's not, it's liar. It's and I can't liar. remember what you said. You had a few. You were like, you yeah. said more than one. I, I think, think Liar might have been on yours. To think about where it fell within the yeah. album. Um, yeah, I so... mean, I guess it's not a sad song, is it? But it's a slow song on the album. Yeah, it's, a, it's the slow one, isn't it? I guess, I guess. well, we do the Big Man Little Dignity. I think we we, we thought either Figure Eight or, or Liar. My favourite song is 100% Figure Eight. Yeah. That fucking bridge is outrageous. The guitar on this album... 
As I tweeted a couple of days ago, <laughs> it's just Taylor York's world and we're all living in it. It absolutely is. Truly. He absolutely killed it on this. The drums are incredible as well. Like, yeah. Zach's done a really good job. Vocally, it's incredible. Yeah. Like, for me, I think I'm currently... I mean, I'm, I'm, I love them all. I've definitely listened to the newer ones a lot more than I've listened to the ones that came out originally. Yeah, And I'm still too. listening to them in, yeah. in rotation Same. into the thing. But I think Liar is definitely up there. Mm-hmm. Crave is up there for me as well. Mm-hmm. And I also just really love that um, Running Out of Time one. Yeah, I just think that's so good. <laughs> I've been I've been vibing Thick Skull a lot today, especially. Yeah. Um, it's got some great lyrics on this album. Yeah. Like, one, I think maybe one of my favourite Hayley lyrics ever is, uh, it's like I'm living in a horror film where I'm both the killer and the final girl. Yeah, it's, that's a really... That's so good. It's so smart. Yeah. Um, so and just, smart. like, all the references to, like, her other lyrics... Like I think you first always says it also says something about simmer simmer yeah. down in it, yeah. and then we've got crystal clear, clear reference in liar because yeah. it's about Taylor. Oh, oh yeah. Um, I don't know who's seen the Apple Music interview, but it's so good. Yeah. Um, I guess like a few highlights. Taylor talks a lot. He talks about how anxious he is and how he's got ADHD and all that kind of stuff, and that's really like sad to hear, but also great to hear him just calling out the fact that he sat there and he's like, "I'm sorry, but I am so anxious right now." Yeah, that's really good, and it's really yeah. nice to see people whoever platform like mm-hmm. managing those things but in a in a way that's like you know this isn't manageable but it's manageable but it's a struggle and it's nice to see that platform yeah, raised there for sure and also really interestingly he was just like i don't like you first i didn't want it to be on the album i fought really hard for it not to be on the <laughs> album i was never okay with it being on the album he basically said that because he had a meltdown during this album like an emotional breakdown yeah and he was saying that he seems to have those with every album they make now. And yeah. he had one during Pearls as yeah. well. And he was saying that it got to the end and they were like going through the songs just to see if they needed to like add anything else to him or whatever, like yeah. take anything away, just like final checks. And he was saying for this one, I don't know which guitar part, but it was like, there's just, I just feel like I should have redone the guitar parts, but like, I just wasn't, I had no energy. I was I completely burnt yeah. out. So I just didn't do it. And he was like, in hindsight, like, I can appreciate that moment as just a snapshot of the time, but yeah. also when I hear the song, I just think of, of that. Of time. that. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. is the worst when you, that that when there's something just sticks in you a little bit, and you're mm-hmm. like, I can't unhear this now in my song. Yeah, and people love my song and they don't hear it, but I hear it, and yeah. it's not, you know. Yeah, exactly. And it's nice to see him make a reappearance on social media again. Yeah. Uh, or at least, you know, yes. put that picture of him up when he was really young. He did. It was cute. <laughs> um, and also just Haley talking about her relationship with Taylor was yeah. really great to hear. Just she was saying about Liar and she was her voice was like shaking and everything and she was like, Oh, I'm so nervous talking about it, but like, you know, uh, I've realised that I love these two people next to me more than any th- anyone in my entire life, but I love them in very different ways. Yeah. And she was saying about the like fear that she felt around her and Taylor dating in the sense of what people said about it and yeah. how people she thought that people were just going to be like oh is she just dating everyone, everyone in her band, in the band like, kind of vibe. which is understandable yeah like and, not understandable people feel like that way understandable that she felt people would feel that yeah way. yeah exactly and she was just talking about like how healthy the relationship is and stuff and yeah it was really great and obviously I don't want to not talk about Zach in that interview but he was great as well like he was just straight up vibing yeah <laughs> and he was just like you know singing both like Taylor and Haley's like Pr- praises yeah yeah, yeah. But yeah, he just vibes. Yeah. He just straight up straight vibes. Straight up vibing. Yeah. It's a classic Zach move to do. He's always straight up vibed in most interviews, in fairness. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I fucking love the album. I, I feel like a lot of people have been like, oh, it's too short. But like, obviously I would love more songs from Paramore yeah. always, but I think it's perfect for what it is. Yeah. I mean, I like a 10 song yeah. album, mm-hmm. like LP nowadays. Like my attention span is usually quite all, all over yeah. as it is. So 
I like her. It's like when people complain about, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of two two band gigs nowadays because it means I get to go home earlier. Yeah, for sure, yeah, yeah. Don't want earlier so I can go home <laughs> So earlier, I can please. go home and go yeah, to bed. Absolutely. <laughs> so we also went to the Paramore pop-up we did. shop We did, we made, we made some purchases at we the did. old pop-up store. We did, that was fun. Uh, it was busy, but... I was like 25 minutes late, so... Yeah, I was like, <laughs> anyone that knows me knows that I get really anxious about waiting. Yeah. So, like, I don't know why, but, like, it's, like, in the same energy as, like, when when Johnny was sending that food to the table oh, to, oh, at Weatherspoons, yeah. and it was, like, ridiculous items, and the waitress was, like, really, like, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the serving staff were really mad about it, and I was just like, that anxiety just creeps up in me, and the closer we were getting to the door... I'm like getting more and more anxious. So I like the there were two girls behind me, and I was like, "Do you want to go in front of us? Because we're still waiting for someone." And realistically, I didn't need to do that because she got there before they they yeah. did. Uh, but was the plan was like... just to slowly move back throughout the queue. Yeah. <laughs> me and Rich would have stood there. I am like never late. You know? No, no. Like no. it was just the bus was ridiculous, but yeah. not me being like be there in five. Yeah, yeah. Matter of fact. <laughs> but yeah, it was um like it was obviously it wasn't anybody's fault, and like you you know you're very rarely late, but I do. Hate to be kept waiting. Oh no! It's my I'm biggest same. like. I'm, I'm like, the same. I hate it. How dare you? That's why I, was, yeah. I, I've got. I can't do this. I can't stand here anxiously waiting. Yeah, uh, I'm but the same. no, it was fun. It was fun. Um, the store was quite short and and narrow, I suppose, but mm. it was nice. Um, I will right. I will call out Paramore for this and other bands, other big bands, because I run. Me and Rach have a merch shop where we do our other podcast yeah. merch, and honestly. I will always buy Paramore's merch. Obviously, we've we've joked about how it's shit. Yeah, we. I mean, like to, to, for two people that think that Paramore's merch is shit, and I still kind of do. Yeah, we still bought. We did. We yeah, still bought merch. We, we did a reel on uh, on our Instagram yeah. if you want to look at what we bought. But um, I will just call Paramore out and other big bands like this because knowing how much it costs to make those exact t shirts because they're the t shirts that, that we that buy guys, and print yeah. on thirty five pounds for one of those is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, it is. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I, I often just wonder how much they actually have a say in it or how much the label just yeah. does it all and they're just like, yeah. yeah I guess whatever. Paramore's team more than yeah. actually. I'm not, like, actually calling out. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not going to get Haley on the blower and be mm. like... I know that um, at the beginning of the run, like, that somebody called them out on their, like, hoodie prices because they right. were ridiculous and Haley did put, like, a story up which it was something like, we want to make sure, you know, we're printing, like, ethically and, like, with like site being size inclusive and like me and rich do the same and like our t-shirts are well cheap oh, we're, we're cheaper yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. like i think the reason why i say it is because like, i think everyone should should price their things to a point where they're gonna like make money from it yes because that's the whole point for them but 35 pounds is a huge markup for yeah. like a, a t-shirt that is not the best thing i've seen in the world and no. also not printed amazingly. amazingly and i just think that that this is not like a slight at just Paramore. I think like all all bands do that. I all like big bands are doing that. Thirty five quid just... for a Bring Me the Horizon T-shirt when I saw them. Yeah, and it lasted two washes before mm. the print all peeled off. Yeah, like it and that's in cold bad. washes because I don't wash in I don't wash yeah. hot because eco. Exactly, and it's quicker. And it um, time. <laughs> so yeah, I just think the awareness of that is something that I feel like bands need to be called out more for stuff like that because especially in like fucking yeah. when Cosy lives. Yeah, and in a, exactly, and, and it's hard because obviously, as somebody in a band at my level, tiny, non-existent, and and bands that I know that are also very small and non-existent, I get why they price merch to what they do. Obviously, not to that price because it's the only way you make any money because you don't get paid for playing shows and stuff. But when you're on an international, like world famous level, 
you could probably do with and I and I we've talked about the same thing at Billie Eilish where she was flogging those seventy five pound sweatpants yes. like yeah. girl come on honestly you don't need the money especially you Billie yeah me. exactly like, and I get that there are other cost in, costs involved that are more than the costs that like well you can't say they paid the artist because <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's just the photographer that took yeah, the original photos truly. probably won't be getting a percentage yeah yeah so it's a bit of it, I don't I don't like that for mm. bands but I still yeah. buy that shirt I, I still buy it yeah uh, yeah I get that I get that I like um, so obviously you picked up the green vinyl as well which I did yeah we'd had on the Friday of the pop store they actually didn't even have in stock yeah so, um, it was I'm good that you that. got that yeah um, not that I have a vinyl player but <laughs> not that you got a vinyl player but I still I'm sure wanted it, it's it. One something. You mean you've got loads of vinyl for someone without a vinyl player it's true and I've got like one vinyl record and that's too much because I know I've got a carrier I've got to yeah. travel it with me yeah, that's fair. Um, I, I I wanted him to do like a little special box set for the mm. vinyl because like my brand new eyes and my self titled is like a, a box set. I'd have like a little poster and like a little yeah. certificate of authenticity. And they did do box sets because they did. I think they did one with a hoodie and a t shirt. But it's like, and I did that for pearls. Yeah, because I liked the merch. But I was like, I don't want the hoodie that says like yeah. More and this is why I, I, I mean, there is a poster in the vinyl of King Charles' there, hands. There is a poster and it's the strangest poster. It's just, it's the, just hands, the hands, isn't it? It's that hand shot that kind of came out and everyone was like, what is it? What is this? So I thought the poster was going to be, because we've seen the image of the three of them mm, yeah. with the suit doing the a little one. spoon. It's like, I yeah. wanted the full. I'd have rather have just been Haley's face against the shower. Yeah, me too. That would have been Me too. Also, there's like, uh, this is why immersive experience in LA where you like walk through like, there's, like, a room that's, like, the music video for the news, and then, like... Okay, that's sit. cute. It looks cool. I saw that the band and stuff went, uh, like, a couple of days ago. Hayley yeah. wore, like, a really sequiny dress, which was cool. She looked like a fucking disco ball. Love it. Nice. But, yeah. Album is out. That album is, is out, uh, and it's great. Yeah. Yeah. And if you haven't heard it, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> we got time to talk about the album in depth when we get there. That's true. <laughs> but you should all... Everyone let us know your favourite songs. Yeah, absolutely. The album. Yeah. Now that we've all had a chance to listen to it properly. Even though um, this will be in, like... This will be like, I don't even know, like <laughs> six weeks Six weeks time or whatever, yeah. you'll hear this. Yeah. Probably longer than that. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, I can't remember. I don't know time. Yeah, same. same. I can't tell you. Okay, so let's talk about Decode. Let's talk about Decode from the Twilight from soundtrack. From the Twilight soundtrack. This yeah. is going to be a weird one to talk about. Yeah. I think, because obviously it was written specifically for a film, which just uh-huh. makes it feel different. You it know. does make it feel different. It definitely feels like a Paramore song, but... It's definitely, it definitely feels like a different conversation to be having. The reason why, to me, this song feels different is because of the amount of hype it got and the yeah. amount of, like, gatekeepy feelings I felt for it back yeah. in the day. I mean, yeah. we can get into that. But in terms of, like, it being for a film, it is a different conversation because we also have to talk about our journey with Twilight. We do, we do. <laughs> um, but before we get into that, I can I can give you all the facts. Oh, yeah, please do. So it was written by Hayley, Taylor and Josh for the Twilight soundtrack. Mm-hmm. It was the soundtrack's lead single. It was recorded a month before it was released. It was recorded in Nashville. It was very rushed. It was recorded a month before it was released and then the music video was also filmed in that time. So it was kind of like they must have only found out last minute that they got it and then they were like, oh, fuck. Yeah. We've got to record it and all this kind of shit. Let's all remember the interview with Hayley and Robert Pattinson. I I knew this was going to come up and I was going to say, I'd rather not. I'd rather not. The most awkward interview I've ever seen in my life. Honestly. uh, Between Robert Pattinson and Hayley Williams just for promo reasons yeah. um he was like blatantly flirting with her as well yeah like, it's such it's a bizarre very strange fact like especially now knowing that they all 
really, especially knowing Robert Pattinson absolutely hated doing Twilight yeah. and just did not enjoy his experience from the beginning. Yeah. To the sure. point where he nearly got fired. Yeah. Because he just was not even reading his lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so you could kind of see when he does it, when, when Haley does interview him, I suppose he doesn't have a bit of a clue. He's just a bit like. Yeah, they end yeah. up just talking about music, really. Yeah. Because yeah. he's like, oh, I'm like, I write some music and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's hilarious. But in that interview, she did say we they really wanted to be like part of the film. I know Haley was a fan of the books, which yeah. is in turn why I read the books. Yeah. And she said, we wrote the song and Josh had this really cool music and I thought it fit the vibe and the turn of the story. We just kind of chased after it. We were knocking on doors when we could. We got lucky. I, I didn't think it would work. So it's interesting that, isn't it? Because they wrote a song. So they must have found out that a Twilight movie was coming out and that it needed a soundtrack. Yeah, I can imagine their like manager or yeah. their agent was like, my vision of how this happened was yeah. probably Twilight had like a music person and they were like, we want to make the soundtrack a thing. Yeah. Because obviously, you know, not not every film has like a, no. a soundtrack that has like pop and rock music on yeah. it. I think they were like, we want to appeal to this certain audience, which yeah. is like teen girls, let's face yeah. it. What can we do? Let's make let's this soundtrack a thing. Girl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's make this soundtrack a thing. Let's put the message out there that we're looking for a song. Yeah. And then let bands like submit them, I guess. In my through, head, like, their agents. Um, Haley, Josh, mm. Taylor, mm. Zach, and Jeremy were walking down the street like the little rascals and yes. they saw a notice on a, on a pull. Mm. It's all black and white, it's all mm-hmm. sepia tone. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and they just pulled a little tag off yes. and they went and wrote the song. I think that's how it worked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I believe Alf was also there. Uh, <laughs> of course, of course, yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, it's an interesting t- take on it. Like you said, it must have it must have been floated their way that that, that mm-hmm. somebody was looking for a soundtrack, uh, yeah. And then they wrote this, um, which is you know it just goes to show you how talented Paramore are because it's hard to write a song that's for a movie that encapsulates the movie perfectly without um, it being too on the nose. Without it being too on the nose, yeah. and like the minute you hear the guitar in this song, you know it's like a supernatural feel. That you mm-hmm. get that energy from it. It's very you know, Riverdale-esque, mm. like, ooh, let's welcome to teen, sexy teen drama. Sexy teen drama, for yeah, sure. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So the song was first made available through Stephanie Mayer's website, who is the uh, author of Twilight. Yeah. It was an international commercial success. It charted in the top 20 of the singles charts in Australia, France, and New Zealand, and it earned Paramore their second top 40 hit on the Billboard Hot 100. Uh, it was, they won a Teen Choice Award for it, for Choice Rock Song. And it was nominated for a Grammy in 2010 in the category of Best Song Written for a Motion Picture, Television or Other Visual Media. Uh, it was their second Grammy nomination because it got nominated in 2008 for Best New Artist. But it was their first nomination for Songwriters. Right, okay. Um, and then obviously they ended up winning for Ain't It Fun nice. further down the line. So for in the UK, it entered the singles chart at 78 um, and it peaked at 52. And it was performed by, like, a few people on American Idol a few yeah. times. Like, it has been, like... I also performed this song as part of my... I told I this the other day. It's part of my uni yes. uh, assessment. Yeah. I, I, I did this song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, this... I have a complicated relationship with this song, I think. Like, yeah. Misery Business was a song that, like, propelled them into, like, more of, like, a household name within the scene. Yeah. This song propelled them to be more of a household name in the world. In the world. Like, it really, like, pushed them out of the scene and into, like... Because Twilight was so fucking big. Yeah. It pushed them out into, like, the rest of the world kind of thing. And I... I don't feel like this now. But the time, I... 
I like, I think the song is fucking great. Mm. At the time, I loved it. I then ended up hearing it way too much and I got a bit annoyed with it. And then I also got really gatekeepy about yeah. people that were like, oh my God, have you heard of Paramore and that song that they've done? And I'm like, you don't fucking know Paramore. <laughs> you don't, you know. don't know Paramore. Yeah, it's like, you like, know Paramore and ex- you don't know Paramore. Exactly. And like, I don't feel like that now. Yeah, yeah. But like, as a teen. As a, yeah, as a who's young. Who's like, loved Paramore since like, the, yeah, since the beginning. When people that. come in. I guess like, people that aren't part of like, our alternative scene as well. Yeah. Than hearing of Paramore, and I mean, like now, I'm like, that's amazing. Like, mm. go Paramore, get all the fans get you all can the get. Fans you can possibly get as an adult, but as a teenager, I was like, how dare you yeah. speak of Paramore? You don't know Paramore. I think it's because it was like, especially you know, it like having like the more popular people or like the people that weren't part of your like kind of alternative group mm. liking that song. It was very much like you took the piss out of me for liking like yes. this kind of music. You yeah. were horrible to us because we like this kind of music, and now all of a sudden. It's okay. And it's just a fact of life that that happens. It's, that's why gatekeeping still happens to this day mm-hmm. um, when people grow up. It's hard to see people that are grown ass adults still oh, being yeah. gatekeepery. But like, keepery? Keep, keepy. 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 Yes. That one. Yeah. But it's hard to see people do that. When they're adults in this at this day and age, because like you said, I'm I'm with you, but I think, and I do think that this song at one point was a bit like overplayed, and mm-hmm. Twilight was kind of just oh god, yeah, more Twilight stuff, especially after New Moon. This is speaking as two people who went to see Breaking Dawn at midnight yeah, together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, in the cinema. And this is speaking from a person that says he doesn't like it, but then can lay out loads of facts about it. Legit. <laughs> Honestly, like, our Twilight history is, is funny to me. Because, like, I read the books and I loved them because I knew that Haley loved them. Yeah. And then we saw a lot of the films together. We went to the midnight release of Breaking Dawn Part 1. We did. And Part 2, I reckon. I did. So is that the last one? Yeah. So I'd never seen that one until we watched it. So, oh, no, I did. We must have done. No, so, yeah. So, and then I... I think, like, it kind of just fell off the face of the earth a bit, didn't it? And then, like, I'd not watched it again. I think I'd only seen them all, like, a couple of times. It took me ages to watch the first one. I ended up watching it on, like, film four. Yeah. And I fucking loved it. The first one, I think, is my favourite. Like, that's what's great about this. I think the first one is my favourite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still miss a lot of the rings. I love the Fellowship more than I love any of the other Lord (laughs) of the Rings films. But I love this. I, Mm -hmm. I, the Twilight, original Twilight is so good. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's because the, it's because, in fairness, it works better that it's like under budget because once you get to the second one, yeah, they clearly look like vampires. Yeah, they've got yeah. golden eyes. Yeah, they're constantly glittering. Like they yeah. just look like vampires. Whereas in the first one, they just kind of look like a bit anemic and yeah. a bit, bit pale. For sure. A look I wanted to achieve. Do you know what yeah, I mean? oh, but, same. But same. like the, the second one, they just really go into it. And the like, color palette of the first one is great. Yeah, all their all their hair goes like really yeah. golden and like it mm-hmm. just changes completely. Yeah, for um, sure. And then I guess like last year we watched all four of them. Yeah, five, last year, it's yeah. five now. Like it's five. We watched all of them. Yeah. Yeah, and then you were like, ages. oh, you like, I don't want to watch him. I don't want to fucking watch him. And then proceeded to know like every fucking word every, and like all the facts. All the facts I yeah. was like, okay, I do know cool. a lot of facts. I like to read a lot of Wikipedia's. I don't. <laughs> I won't read the book. I'll read Wikis. <laughs> oh, I will be on Wikipedia for hours, but yeah. I'll never pick up. But a I'll never book. pick up the actual book. <laughs> I mean, ducks are fucking terrible. Yeah, they're terribly written, aren't they? Oh, they're terribly written, and like the whole premise of the like the whole story is dog at the time i was like hang on edward cullen yeah. and then realizing that i had more of a crush on bella yeah but then just like the whole thing of like okay yeah i will 
the allegory is that she basically kills herself so that she can be with him. Yeah. And if she becomes a vampire, but, but when yeah. you're a vampire, you're not yourself. Oh, she's the worst. She's the worst person. They're all terrible people. Edward is way worse than her. Oh, I don't know, you know. She's like... He's like literally obsessed with her. But so is she. Oh, no. So I'm not... No, God, don't. Because there's a bit... The worst thing that's ever happened in any book, in my opinion. Yeah. In any is kind of like... Waits for yeah. In any kind winter. of like teen novel <laughs> yeah. that's, you know, yeah. if we're talking about that realm of books, is where in New Moon, there's just a series of blank pages because, and it says like the month on each one, because Edward's gone away. Yeah. So she cannot It's called lazy writing. It is. Yes, it is. Yes, it it's is. Called, it's called trying to fill out your essay. Yeah. <laughs> just, just trying to get that word count up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, this is not this is not a Twilight podcast, but mm. I would say that, in my opinion, Bella Bella is a terrible terrible person, and I do think no, Edward's bad, but I do think Bella's worse because. But he does that thing where he constantly warns her about being with him or being near him, and then still pops back every now and then. Oh it's yeah. Like, oh, just checking in. Yeah. So yeah. I just want to keep one foot on the boat. Yeah. And then she's absolutely. like, I basically don't give a fuck about my dad who who would bend over backwards for me. Yeah, hundred percent. Because all I want to do is just get banged by a vampire. Yeah. Her treatment of Jacob is awful also. Oh, yeah. I mean, the true, the real romance in this entire film should have just been Jacob and Edward. <laughs> Followed by Alice yeah. and Bella. She'd have been much happier with Alice. 100%. 100%. There's some, honestly, Twilight deserves its cult status now because yeah. there are some, the hilarity of those films. Yeah. Renesmee alone. Renesmee alone. The name the, alone. The name alone. Also, they're like... When Jacob calls her Nessie and she's like, you nicknamed my daughter after the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> or, of course, Bella, where the hell have you been, Luca? <laughs> where the hell have you been, Luca? <laughs> a classic. My favourite. Yeah. Uh, oh, what's the thing where she's trying to name them and she's like, Renesme if it's a girl and... Oh, I don't know. Does she say something she for a boy? She says something and she's like, EJ if it's a boy, you know, Edward Jacob. And everyone's like, no, girl. Don't call it either of those names. Can it's an abomination to you, start with. Calling your kid, <laughs> calling your kid after you love it. You love it. I'm like, I'm like the guy that you're like, potential. Like, he's like cheating on you, partner with a little bit. Love, like your little love triangle. Yeah, it's like, like it's oh, so God. fucking stupid. It's ridiculous. So I was telling Corinne this, and I'm sure this is fact, but I'm sure this is true. But didn't Fifty Shades of Grey span from? fan fiction around yes. uh, Edward Twilight. and Bella. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the woman that wrote Fifty Shades of Grey only yes. wrote it because she wanted to talk about the sexual side of mm-hmm. Edward and, and Bella, yeah. but in her own her own sense. Yep. Yeah, and I, that's I why those books are also terribly written. I've never read them. <laughs> I've never read that, but I have heard really... I've never seen the films. Yeah, yeah. I've heard it's like if I tried to write a book. There's like lots of errors. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, there is also a Twilight book that is written from Edward's perspective. Stephanie Meyer wrote I can't remember what it's called, but it, she wrote Brooding. another book. Oh, gosh, probably. Who does he think he is? Angel? Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, he's no like, David Boreanaz, He's no David Al- Alanis Boreanaz. <laughs> David Aurora Boreanaz. No, he's not. Okay, so this song, it does fucking slap. And when, like, I was yeah. listening to it for the podcast, because I never listened to this song. Yeah. Ever. I I feel like I listened to it too many times back in the day. It got played everywhere. It was everywhere. I had a bit of a, like, gatekeep issue with it, so it annoyed me after a bit. So I never really listened to it, and I I still kind of don't listen to it now, and I don't really watch the video. Um, So listening to it today, I was actually like, this is a fucking bad It's a really good song. It is really good. I Can't Myself's better. We'll talk about that next week. Oh, my God. I Can't Myself is superior to everything. But I I think this Mm -hmm. this song's really good. Yeah, me too. Shall we talk about what we think or know it's about? (laughs) 
Yes, I mean, I guess it's kind of <laughs> obvious, right? Yeah, so Haley said uh, it's about the building tension, awkwardness, anger and confusion between Bella and Edward. Bella's the only mind Edward can't read, and I feel like that's a big part of the first book and one of the obstacles for them to overcome. It's one added tension that makes the story even better. One of the things why I think this song is so clever is because, yes, you can obviously read it like that. There's very mm. literal lyrics about him not being able to read a mind, your yes. thoughts I can't decode, yeah, like yeah, yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, but it could actually just be about a relationship, a relationship. where like the communication's broken down. Yeah, yeah. And I really like that aspect I of agree. it. I agree, I um, agree. I like that I like that side of it because like, you know, you could have not even seen you could even you could even not know what Twilight is yeah, and absolutely. still like this song and still attribute things about relationships mm-hmm. with people in this song. Haley does that really clever thing that she does all the time where she, you know, she she says things about, you know, the truth is hiding in your eyes, which is like, you know, yeah, because he's a vampire yeah. or from a relationship perspective, I know you're like, I know there's something you're keeping from me. I yeah. know you're, you're trying to, I know there's something you want to, I, I need to know. Yeah. And I can see it in your eyes, but you're not telling me what it is. Yeah. And I think she does an amazing job of doing marrying this a real life experience to mm-hmm. to this film where yeah. this fictional movie uh, and sure. this love between these two psychopaths yeah legit <laughs> and i think like it's done in a way that's not because this song could have been so cringe yeah it could have been like oh i'm a vampire and i love a girl or, yeah i'm a girl and i love a vampire it could have been way too on the nose yeah but it absolutely isn't the song is less on the nose than the film uh, absolutely <laughs> Truly. Like the, the Truly. song is like it's written better yeah. Yeah, than yeah. the movie is written, if yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, like yeah, than the than the like script and the like dialogue that happens mm. between these two people. I feel like Haley could have come in and gone, This is how a normal person would say this. Whereas, yeah. you know, Stephanie Myers said, Let me have the most convoluted conversations that mean absolutely nothing yes. in the strangest ways oh, anyone Nobody could talks have. like that. Nobody, Nobody talks, talks like, like that. that. Nobody, Nobody says Spider Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> It's just so bad. It's Lately, just I've been so listening bad. to a lot of Debussy. <laughs> oh, me too. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh god, it's so funny. Oh god, what is it? Um, you like my own personal brand of heroin? Heroin. <laughs> God's sake. Oh god, it's so good. Um, yeah. 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 But in a nutshell, the song is about the love between the the lo- mean, love the love it's more like a very unhealthy obsession yeah the obsession yeah. Be- between Ella, uh, Ella, bella mm-hmm. and edward <laughs> but if you combine that those sounds together, like someone they'd call a daughter <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't call her <laughs> yeah yeah between uh, between a 15 year old and a 400 mm. year old vampire masquerading as a boy yeah <laughs> <laughs> God, honestly, they just tried so hard to be Buffy and they just couldn't do it. Yeah, it's it, yeah, it it's really does. Yeah, it's yeah. it's kind of like I want to write Buffy if yeah. she wasn't a Slayer. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So, because there's actually not much to delve into about what the song is about, because it's really obvious. It's really obvious. I mean, yeah, we can just we can talk about favorite lyrics. Yeah, because when you called out like about the like double meaning of all the lyrics. Yeah, my favorite lyric is an example of that, okay. but. I wanted to give a special mention to another lyric. Okay, go for it. So, that has the same vibe. So, this is not my favourite, but this is my special mention. But you think that I can't see what kind of man you are if you're a man at all. Yeah. He's not a man. He's, He's a vampire. He's a but vampire. also, it could be a dig a of being like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's an interesting one, that one, because it's like, yeah, you could be a dig. Mm. But then, on that perspective... What does being a man mean? Well, this is the thing. So this is my other thing that I was going to say. Yeah. There's also the layer of the patriarchy in that, yes. which yeah. we called out with Light for a Pessimist. Yeah. 
of like, well, if you're a man at all, if like you wouldn't say like yeah. if you're a woman at all, would no. you? Like, are you a, even a woman? Like, there's connotations to what a, being a man means, yes. and it's like masculinity and like all yeah. that kind of shit, which we don't agree with no. at all. Um, so yeah, for sure, there's definitely like yeah a bit of like that. I, I think for for that reason, I choose to think the that lyric is more on the 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 way of the vampire. If, if, yeah, yeah. If you're a man at all, because I don't think you are. Yeah. So my actual favorite lyric yeah. is. I'm screaming, I love you, sir, but my thoughts you can't decode. Which is, sir, like, I think for me, very on the nose. Like, I rarely choose yeah. a lyric that is, like, the actual name of the song. But, like, I love where this sits in the song. I think it's a really, it's nice, like, nicely layered, like, under the, like, bridge. Yeah. And also, it, again, is very, like, it's, li- if you take it in context of the film, it's very literal. Because yeah. he literally cannot read her thoughts. Yeah. But in terms of, like, I guess it speaks to me in a sense, because, like, I guess I struggle in relationships to tell people how I feel. Because, yeah. like, I think a lot of us, most people, have, like, a really deep-seated, like, fear of rejection, yeah. however that might uh, yeah, manifest however it manifests itself. itself. And so I've definitely been in situations where I'm, I, I'm like, screaming that I love you at someone in my head, but I can't make myself say it out yeah. loud. It's just like, why can't you just see that? Why can't why you just, yeah. I don't want to have to say it. Yes, like, why can't yeah. you just see that? So, like, I've why always... Why can't you read my mind exactly. and just know that that's how I feel? Yeah, for yeah. sure. So, I yeah, I relate to that lyric. Yeah. And it's just great. Like, it's really well-placed in the song yeah, as well. It is very, it is very smart. And, like, on the other side of that, it's, like, the person being with someone that can't, that doesn't really express themselves or something like that. There is always a frustration in like, I wish I knew what you were thinking. I wish, yes. you know, we're sat here now in complete silence. I wish, oh, if someone seems like a little bit off, I'm always immediately like, I wish I knew what was wrong. Yeah, no, for sure. And like, I've gone, I've like experienced the flip side of this, which I've never really experienced before of like, in my brain, it's really obvious yeah. that I'm that I'm feeling a certain way. Yeah, and yeah. then I've spoken to someone and been like, well, did you not see like how obvious that thing was? He was like, no, it's not obvious at all. Yeah. It's not obvious. Like, we all carry ourselves in a certain way that we present ourselves differently to people, but 100%. inside, there's, like, an inner turmoil going on that nobody can tell. Yeah. And I'm like, but in my brain, I'm like, everyone must know. Everyone must know. Yeah. yeah everyone like, should, should be able to no. tell. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I'm very similar to you. I was trying to look for lyrics that didn't scream, this is about Twilight. Yes. But I couldn't, so I went the complete opposite way and chose lyrics that are 100% <laughs> about, about Twilight, Twilight uh, which is the one, which is the uh, the truth is ending in your eyes yeah. and it's hanging on your tongue. I chose the whole line. Yeah. Uh, just boiling in my blood, which mm. I quite like the, the way that she's boiling in my blood. blood. The way that she like, sings yeah, it is good, yeah. It's really, yeah, I, like, I like how she sings that. So that line always sticks out to me. But obviously on the flip side of that, we talked about how hiding in your eyes could be someone like not telling you the truth mm-hmm. or you know and and this entire line you know and it's hanging on your tongue like you're dying to tell me mm-hmm. you want to tell me you're dying yeah. for it like just tell <laughs> me like but yeah. they don't and then and then they're just boiling in my blood it mm-hmm. is very much just like you know very vampiric mm-hmm. you know we got we got to mention blood in this song Absolutely. it's about a vampire yeah. like um totally. so that's the lyric i went for uh, the line that i went for i thought was the nice the the my, my favorite probably stand out in, and it's mostly because of the way she, she does sing uh, just boiling in my blood yeah <laughs> um and that entire line i do i do like um yeah she does a really nice job of this song vocally mm-hmm. um it's really strong and she does that thing where she does all the back in herself and yeah it's all those oohs and ahs and yeah it's a really it's a really nice it's a really well written song mm-hmm. and i've got a feeling it won't be the last song paramore write for a movie oh <laughs> what movie are they gonna write for i know because they did 
the Doom Monster after this. <laughs> I was like, what? No. I was like, oh no, we're talking about that we're still in 2010. Yeah, yeah we're oh, pretending we're still there. I, I predict that they'll write a song for Transformers. For Transformers. They I just don't know where I pulled that from. Yeah. I just think they will. Do you know we'll never do it though, Lincoln Park? They'll never write a song for Transformers as much as people try. It's true. I forgot when we were talking about just like the general song. Yeah. That there is a very small clip of Haley recording the song that's on the final riot. Uh-huh. And it came up when I was looking for stuff, so I'll play it. say yay there that's not gonna happen <laughs> yay <laughs> possibly a woohoo <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say yay though I don't want to say that's yay that's not there. gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> okay so music video there is one there is a music video right I know this video is iconic everyone like iconic <laughs> <laughs> everyone like you know pictures it when they think of Paramore yeah. like it's very them yeah. I guess I don't like this video I, I'm not a fan of it at all. I think it's quite boring. And also, th- sorry, Paramore fans, but I don't like Haley's look in this video either. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, this this look is iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, it is iconic. Yeah. That's what I mean, but like, I don't like but it. You're, you're also, I was like, sorry, Paramore fans, if I'm not one. That's but I mean, like, I'm not trying to offend the community. It's no, just no, not no. for me. I mean, obviously, she looks, she looks great. She always looks great. I'm yeah. not dissing her appearance. I just don't really like the ensemble of yeah. her like outfit. Yeah, I guess they try to dress her like she's a Fox teenager, like she yeah. goes to school in that town. Mm-hmm. Like I can't imagine it's filmed in Washington, so I'm not sure. It was filmed in Nashville. Nashville. Yeah. How did they get that smoky forest look? But yeah, I mean, the, the, the music video is literally just to me just a music video for a film. Yeah. Because there's so many like film clips in it. In it. There's yeah. Like, film clips in it. I just want to check if there's a beyond the video because I didn't check. You don't get a great deal in this music video, so no. you get like obviously the band is in the woods and Haley's like they're like walking around trees as if they've as if they've got high on yeah. edibles in the forest. And they're like, like <gasps> are they, they're supposed to be like tracking vampires, right? I, I think guess so. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, supposed yeah. to be like tr- tr- tracking down where like Edward and Bella would have been, I suppose. Yeah. There is a Beyond the Video that I haven't oh, watched. Okay. It's four minutes long. Let's just watch it okay. together and then we can talk about it. I think the thing to say about this look is I didn't know any teenagers at the time that dressed like this. No. But I'm fairly sure I went to the premiere dressed a bit like this. So <laughs> could potentially be wrong and I wasn't a teenager. It had impact, clearly, on, yeah. uh, on a bunch of teens. Right. So we just watched the Beyond the Video together. We did. And we learned no new information. We learned nothing. It wasn't good. It didn't really show you much. No. It just showed you like how the video was shot more than anything. Yeah. Um, so it was... Directed by Shane Drake, who did Misery Business and also Emergency and I think some others. And he looked like in that Beyond the Video that he's wearing the same outfit because he's in the Emergency Video, if you remember. I was just, I, I like, yeah, did he, he just literally, come straight off that he set? He just came off the set. He's waited there in cryo. Like, he's been frozen <laughs> and he waited for that to happen so that he yeah. could just go, go back into that. So the video is the apparently the most watched of Paramore's music videos. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, so I guess because of the Twilight fans yeah so I just wanted to, I can't remember how many views it's got I didn't write it down so let me just check that 433 million views so yeah it's the most viewed of all Paramount yeah. videos and one of the worst videos so yeah I, I, like I said I don't hate it I just I just it's fine there's just not it much to it feel, yeah it feels very indifferent it, it's because it tries to put the clips of them there's no narrative yeah. it's just they are vampire trackers they're looking to find vampires like. clearly in the woods and it's just snippets of so the, movie, so the way that they kind of do this is like the guys look like they're supposed to be like vampire like tracking vampires yeah. as in like who is it like Victoria and all yeah, that yeah, but yeah, like yeah. they like go and track like animals or humans yeah. or whatever 
And but then the way that the shots go on Haley looks like they're tracking her. But then at the end they all come together and it's a deer. Yeah. That like runs and they like grab it. It's very strange. The story. I feel like they just thought we need some kind of small narrative in here. Yeah, definitely. Um, and they do have that scene where like, because I guess Haley is a vampire because she has that scene where she kind of looks like she floats into the, you know, with a wind machine and it's like. I just figured that was like a artistic choice i didn't know they were trying to make it like a vampire but also that Potentially. is because like i feel like that happens in the movie where people like kind of float into areas but like i think it's more victoria and <laughs> yeah i can't remember his name I her boyfriend it's one called james james her boyfriend yeah and then i can't remember that other guy's yeah. name but yeah it's a very it's a weird video so it was shot in mid-october in 2008 uh mtv used it as a teaser for the twilight film coming out and it was released on november 3rd the day before my birthday I think they knew that as well when they released it. I think it. they did. I think they did. <laughs> and you'd love it. Yeah. It's their birthday present to you. You don't even like it. Absolutely. I mean, I loved it at the time. Um, they released it the day before the soundtrack came out. Yeah. And from, I don't know what this means, but it says from December 11th to December 18th, 2008, the music video and the film trailer were shown in the North American theatre of PlayStation Home. What the fuck is that? I guess in just a theatre that's been sponsored by PlayStation. Yeah, that's what I thought. Is it just one of those where they do like an extended trailer yeah, and it's like they play the music video? Yeah. And the video is included on the Twilight DVD special features with an intro from Catherine Hardwick, who is the director from the first film. Question. Why isn't Taylor in this video? He was in the band at the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Had he been in any music video at this point? Did this come before or after all the brand new eye stuff? Before. 2008. Yeah. Yeah, because that, that album was released in 2009. Interesting, isn't so it? How they then just, decided yeah. to put Decode on and... Uh, I didn't realise yeah. there was such a gap between, like, a year gap. A year gap between those two things happening. I guess they just needed to stick it somewhere and it's popular enough. Like yeah. I said, I don't know if it was the choice by them or probably just the label being oh, like, stick absolutely. Decode on that. Like, For sure. And caught myself and be like, it's part of that brand new eyes era. Yeah. Because so maybe... I guess the energy is similar. A bit darker, a bit... Yeah. More, oh, no, absolutely. A bit more emo so maybe Taylor had not been announced, but I, I feel like it was quite soon after Riot that he got announced as a full-time yeah. member of the band. But maybe it was like maybe just a case of he was announced, but they were had some kind of agreement where he couldn't start maybe doing... They were, yeah, uh, like he wasn't going to start doing album. things until the next album. Yeah, yeah um, And appearing. Uh, and maybe he just didn't want to. <laughs> yeah. He might have just been like, shit. No. Don't <laughs> like, like this video. I don't like this this film, like, yeah. this series. Like, yeah, yeah, it's not for me. Yeah, it's not for me. I can't imagine Taylor being a fan of it, to be no. honest. Although he did have, he is a writer on this song. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what do you think of the video? I just chatted about how I don't like it. I, I, I'm very indifferent to it. I like it. I can yeah. watch it. It doesn't offend me at all. I mean, it like, doesn't offend me. Yeah, but it like... does. You're clearly offended. No. <laughs> uh, it doesn't like, I'm not like upset about it i agree with you it's the narrative is really loose they try to implement some looks of twilight into this and then the piece together with the movie mm. like you know it it's, it kind of dates the song quite a lot because mm. of the movie clips as well yeah yeah definitely yeah. um yeah i mean i wouldn't choose to put it on if i was like watching music videos yeah no i wouldn't either <laughs> but i mean i still i still i still i like the song and i still mm. listen to the song of like any issues with that i just probably wouldn't watch the music video yeah. out of choice unless someone just put it on and i was just like yeah fair. yeah yeah exactly. i don't yeah i don't mind i won't it. be like turn it off i can't watch turn it, it off. I can't too watch much. it yeah no i won't be like that no um, but it's not but my favorite no it's no no yeah. it, no it shouldn't even be like on like it's not even in my list of favorite music mm. videos by, by no. so have we seen them play it live do they do anything special for it? Yes, we've seen them play this a million times. A million to times. the point where we would be like, they're oh playing Deco, let's go and get a drink or go to the toilet. Oh, yeah. yeah, 100%. So the, I think the only time, the only time since it was released 
that we haven't that they haven't played it when we've seen them is at when we were young because yeah. they played I Caught Myself instead, they and did. I was so happy. I loved that. They, yeah, I loved they played I Caught Myself. It's such a good song. Yeah, it really is. But like, it always slaps live decode. Like, it is great. Like, I'm excited yeah. for when we go and see them, and they probably will play it. And like, there's been a, it's been a long time now since I've seen yeah. them do it live and stuff. Been a long time. <laughs> 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 Not me quite brother. <laughs> I do this all the time. It's been a long time. I just want to. Quote. <laughs> God, what song is that now? Is it Becky Stars? I don't. What's it going like? Well, well, well. How do I find myself in these situations? Whoa, God. <laughs> wow, wow. I've not heard that song in years. So they don't do anything particularly special for it. There's like no. a few like Haleyisms in it. Yeah. Um, you know, she'll do... Uh, one of my favourite things that they do, actually, in a song that Haley does is that she'll, in the last chorus, she'll change I used to know you t- uh, so well to why won't you show yourself? Yeah. And I like that. Because I would have kind of preferred that lyric in the song yeah. for the last chorus. I kind of wish she'd actually change it because when... Why won't you show yourself is a great lyric. Yeah. And it fits with the Twilight vibes as well. Um, I kind of get the impression, because she does that, that she wishes she'd done that. Yes. And yeah, now yeah. it's just like gospel that she that's the lyric and yeah. anyone although, anyone typing and recording is just like no that's wrong because the lyric shouldn't be that it should be this. yeah although i think like the new like because obviously they played it on this recent tour yeah i don't quote me on this don't quote me on this she says on the podcast but i <laughs> <laughs> it's too late bitch you got you recorded <laughs> i think she says the original lyric yeah i mean in fairness at this point in their career and knowing Haley. She probably doesn't even really remember the. She probably yeah. only just remembers the lyrics as they are written. One of my favorite things uh, recently is watching them play the news live because she forgets that bridge every time. <laughs> do you know the bit that she's called all the words in yeah. it? She just like she's like. <laughs> I would do the <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I really like that they do that. And then yeah. there's like some Haley will do like a at certain points and yeah. like stuff like that. They've always played the song exactly how it was written yeah. like they've never done any like intros on it or outros or no. really anything like that yeah it's an interesting one for them isn't it because like you said there's there's also an air of like this song i feel like when we used to see them play this song live you would know in the crowd who was a twilight fan and mm-hmm. who was a paramore fan because there wouldn't yes. really be much of a reaction until they did this yeah and then yes. like people that had not really done anything the entire film the entire gig would be like yeah like what? what? 100%. And it's so <laughs> you didn't enjoy funny. anything else other than that. This, this yeah, song because would... that's kind of like come back around. Yeah. Because obviously this song became huge again on TikTok, TikTok. because of Twilight's yeah. like cult following now. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of similar uh, from videos I've seen at Paramount yeah, shows now. I definitely, see people like wearing like like Twilight merch to Paramount yeah. shows because of this song and because yeah. of that and because of TikTok nowadays and yeah. because of that stuff. So. Um, and there is some fabulous Twilight merch out there. Oh, there really uh, is. As seen honestly. by you know, as seen on Twilight ship posting and things like that, which I quite Truly. enjoy heavily. Oh, me too. Uh, but yeah, no, for 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 a live song, it's just a classic Paramore Haleyisms changing of uh, certain lyrics mm-hmm. and like extra vocal ability, but nothing, you know, nothing special. Um, yeah, I, and I don't think it deserves anything too special. No, I think it it like. It is what it is. Circumstance. Yeah. Circumstance. It's very con. It's a very contained song that was a song on its own for yeah. a film, and then when it's performed, it's similar. Yeah. Like, and it's always good. Like, because Haley's sometimes. vocals are always crazy. And what did you just say? It'd be to like that sometimes. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking hell! Amazing. 
amazing. <laughs> but yeah, it's always good live because Haley's vocals are always insane. Yes. And oh, it, yeah. Like this is like very a very good song for Haley showing off her vocals. Off, yeah. yeah. And we don't know that she loves to show off nowadays, which I fucking adore. Oh my God, I love that she so just much. loves to sing all the time. Oh, it's so great. What did I see yesterday that really made me laugh on TikTok? There was somebody fighting in the crowd at the, the Super Bowl gig that they did. And she was like, what did she say? She was like, you see these ballet shoes? Well, I'll put them so far up your ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I, thought, I think I sent it to someone, so let me... That's ridiculous that people are fighting. I still find it ridiculous that people are fighting in a Paramount gig. Oh, honestly. It is ridiculous. Here we go. Little ballerina shoes, and I will stick them so far up that ass. <laughs> Do it, Haley. Incredible. Oh, <laughs> so great. Yeah, people are jerks. Like, don't buy a paramasher. I know. I know. Yeah, I guess that that's it, right? I I mean, I guess the only other thing to say about this in terms of live is that they promoted the fucking hell out of this song when yeah. it came out. So yeah. there's so many like acoustic versions and like yeah. live official live versions and. All that kind of stuff. So yeah. there's no, there's so much content to of content. consume yeah. if you love Decode. Yeah. Like, there's so many like acoustic performances of it and stuff. Absolutely. She did one at Radio 1 on the roof. I can't remember if it was just her and Josh, I can't remember, but obviously they they played it. Taylor might be there too, and she has got like a really quirky voice in it, oh, and bless. she's very squeaky. But I really like that performance. Yeah. But yeah, I always like it when hair's got a bit of a bit of a soft mm-hmm. so I always just had a bit nicer turn. Well, and anyone yeah. else, it's like you know the whole sexy and like <laughs> ill voice yeah. that people sometimes have. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess you could say that this song has been decoded. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, throw up. <laughs> I just threw up in my mouth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah. It's a great song. If you haven't heard it, go and listen to it. Um, it's definitely not on my favourite list, mm-hmm. but I still think it's a really good song and I definitely do listen to it every now and then. Um, so go and consume some media about mm-hmm. this. And if you haven't seen the Twilight movies, don't. <laughs> <laughs> just don't. Just maybe just, don't now. Like, it's, yeah. it's just not really worth it. Watch... If you're, like, really interested, just watch, like, a Twilight compilation on YouTube. Yeah. I'm sure someone's put together all the horrendous yeah. quotes. Just look stuff. for Renesmee. Just yeah. Google oh, gotcha. images of Renesmee. Google Renesmee. And... Get ready for a jump scare. <laughs> you've, seen, you've seen that movie, Megan. <laughs> oh, God, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so, next time is I Caught Myself. I Caught Myself. And we both fucking love that song. Yes. Uh, and then, that's it. We're done. We are done for this album, album which is... yeah. I can't believe we're nearly on self-titled. I know. That's ridiculous. It's gone so fast. It has really gone fast. I know we've recorded a bunch in advance, but still it's gone fast. Yeah. Self-titled is such like a meaty album as well. It's it's still got a lot of songs on it. Yeah. And and like a few B-sides and a live version. It's got a lot to cover. Yeah, yeah. We've got a lot to cover, (laughs) which is good. Yeah. It's got a lot to do. But yeah, I guess we'll see ya in two weeks time for I Caught Myself. I Caught Myself. And we'll both be like fucking frothing at the gums for that song. Yeah. about Paramore, you can find me talking about his dark materials on my other podcast, The Dark Materials. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts or on social media at HDMPod. And my name's Zach, and whenever I'm not busy gushing over Paramore, you can find me channeling my inner Hayley Williams on stage with Breakfast with Bears, available to listen to on all major streaming services. Give us a follow on Instagram at official Breakfast with Bears. A big thanks to Finley Hudson for our awesome theme music, and I hope this fun. Sure has. Next time, we're still into you. Not Renesmee. <laughs> never, never Renesmee. <laughs>